go over there and shake his small hunker neck. Let's knock him on their backs, butt him in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Welcome in to Hour 3, the Power Hour, on Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Join the conversation now on the Long and Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at Six minutes past the hour. Thanks again to Keon Brown, Mike Grant, Bryce Corbett. Good stuff leading into our third hour. Time now for the Roth Report. He's back from his version of paradise in Barcelona. It's the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, and the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, current ESPN broadcaster, and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? I'm well. Good morning to you, my friend. It's good to be back home after a a fun week overseas. Oh, yeah. uh, So much to get to. Oh, I want to hear about it, man. Barcelona, great pics. I was following you on your Twitter. I mean, you had some great photo ops. I mean, talk about that experience over there. Well, it was a bucket list experience for me. You know, the Olympic Stadium was there. Remember the Olympic torch lighting, the flaming arrow fired through the cauldron? Yeah. That was the dream team back in 92. Mm Mm-hmm. That revolutionized basketball. Right. You know what else happened on that field? Do you remember the runner, Derek Edmonds? Yeah. He he hurt his hamstring during the race, and his father raced out of the stands in Spain and hobbled across the finish line with him. But it's a really scenic place. I mean... Spain has mountains and oceans, and I mean, Rick, close your eyes. Just close your eyes. You can see the Catalan coast. You can just see the Mediterranean Sea washing over your... Yes, I can. Right? Yes, absolutely. It's romantic. It's old, right? I mean, it's... Spain is such an old country. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So just by closing your eyes, it's almost like you're there, right? Yeah, it is. It is. You, you can, can see you it. You can feel it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's great, man. I'm so glad you had a great time. And you it was good, but so while I'm there, so so while I'm there, Bar, uh, Barcelona's soccer team uh, 
won La Liga. And, and of course, this is happening during the ACC meetings down in Amelia Island, Florida, where they're discussing a new revenue model for the league, particularly as the college football playoff comes into fruition. And there's going to be a lot more money. And how will the league divvy that up? And they're, they're figuring that out. Should the teams that go to the playoff get a higher percentage or most of the money? Uh, that's what the teams currently in the ACC have to figure out how they're going to share that money. Um, but in La Liga, whoever wins the league, the first place team gets 17% of it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And then, in fact, the top three teams get 45% of the money. And it used to, and that's a better deal. It used to be uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona got most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whether right. they won or lost. <laughs> Uh, it's a little more fair now that whoever wins gets the majority of the money. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. Should should a team that wins the ACC get a higher percentage of the money? Now, the Big East had that model, and it doomed the league. Right. Uh, sometimes we like the idea of complete revenue sharing, which is, you know, it's kind of what a, a socialistic approach to divvying up money, right? But if if... I mean, even in the SEC, if, if, if only the teams that if, – if Alabama got all the money, there'd be no money left for anybody <laughs> That's else, exactly right? exactly right, right. So you, you have to share money. Now, whether you share it completely equally is, is the question. And I, and I don't know. You know, the NFL has the perfect model. Everybody gets the same. Mm-hmm. And that gives everyone a chance. And that may not work for every college league, but it works – very, very well for the National Football League. And it gives a tiny little city like Green Bay a chance to compete with a with a New York. And and, and I think that's probably the best way to go. Uh, despite the fact that European soccer is incredibly huge, you wonder if the teams that are at the bottom of La Liga will ever win. They, they, they just never have a chance. That's Whereas right. in the NFL, you know, everybody has a chance. The league is set up. You finish last, you get the top pick. You finish first, you got a bad pick, mm-hmm. and you get the tougher schedule. I mean, the NFL is almost magnetically designed that everyone should finish 8-8, eight and eight. right? The good teams get bad draft picks and a hard schedule, but everybody gets the same money, so it's designed so that everyone has a chance. I don't know that we want to get to the ACC where we doom a team that never makes the playoffs from ever sharing in that money. Well, and it just it felt like there's still a lot of uneasiness there. I think Whit Babcock felt very um, – he was very honest. I thought he was very honest with his answers of what they're trying to figure out. And everybody's got to be in their best interest, but they also want to try to keep the league going. I mean, it's a tough time right now for the ACC. Well, I, you could say that, but what? Over the last, since this new TV deal has come in, the league revenue has doubled. Right? Yeah, it has. So they're going to make $50 million next year. Uh, that's not terrible. That's third. Okay. Now it's not as much as the SEC. Right. Right. But it's it's terrific in terms of funding our sports. It's terrific in providing scholarship opportunities for women. I mean, it's pretty good, Rick. <laughs> it is. I'm just talking about, like you just said, the competitive factor and the TV networks are so involved in all. Well, this. you got to be smarter. Look, yeah. I think if you looked at the money, right. There, there are schools, but Virginia has, has probably had a higher athletics budget than Virginia Tech every year for the last 30 years. I, I don't know that, that you look at it and go, oh, my gosh, we can't compete. 
Now, I do think that in the in the long haul, right, right, in the long haul, if a Big Ten at an SEC school is bringing in twice the money, that it's going to be hard. But it hasn't happened yet, and and so now what they have to try to do is a close the gap, and you got to be more careful in how you spend money. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it you you can't misfire on coaches and buy out coaches in the ACC. You know the. The Big Ten, you can kind of buy your way out of things in the SEC, right? Auburn, for example, you make a bad coaching hire and you oh, yeah. miss, it's okay. Just yeah. buy your way out of sure, it. Right? Sure, sure. I think you got to be more, um, you got to be more careful in how you spend. But, but I think the ACC, compared to where it was, you know, the model worked. Right? They got Notre Dame in. They got the network. They've doubled their revenue. But the issue is, is that the contract is just so long. I mean, the Big Ten and the SEC TV contracts are going to be up for renegotiation, the new ones, before the ACCs expire. So, you know, there's no look-in window. There's no clause in there that that forces ESPN to keep the the money at a certain percentage of other leagues. You know, that probably would have been a wise clause to add when the contract was made. But... But everything ESPN said it would do is it is done, and they got Notre Dame in the league. I mean, if you go back before this thing started and what they wanted to do, they did. I think what they did not understand or project was how much money the SEC and the Big Ten were going to get. By the way, by the way, you know, if you you know the former Big Ten commissioner Kevin Warren taking a lot of heat now with the Bears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he gave the was it the 2026 Big Ten football championship game to NBC. He didn't have the rights to do didn't that. Didn't tell anybody. Yeah, just did it. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're going to have to come up with millions and millions of dollars. They're taking it right back out of those athletics departments. Mm-hmm. They are not happy. No, they're not. Right. So, you know, it's a, this is a, our intro to sports media class. We talk about all these things, and I've got a textbook. In fact, it's in my hand right now. Uh, and I'm like, this, this textbook is already out of date. Because <laughs> things are changing <laughs> That's so right. Fast. That's right. Uh, well, Tech football is changing with recruiting and uh, additions to the staff. Another Got a commitment yesterday night. from yeah. a young man from Ohio, offensive lineman. I'm so excited. James Johnson is back. I talked with J.J., uh, former basketball coach, now going to work with the football staff, high school relations. If you've not met J.J., do it. If you, J.J., in fact, he did a podcast with Evan Hughes. I encourage everyone to listen to it on the Hokie Sports Insider, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts. Amazing interview. This JJ's love for Virginia Tech is amazing. His very first day, Rick, that he was hired at Tech as an assistant coach under Seth Greenberg was April sixteenth, two thousand seven, the day of the shootings, and he fell in love with Tech because of the way the university community, the students, the faculty, the staff, how they showed their love for Tech during the face of that tragedy. And he he goes into great detail in the podcast with Evan about why tech is such an amazing place. And for those of us that, that are part of the Hokies community, we know that. Uh, but for those who come in from the outside and experience it and then can articulate it in such a beautiful way, it's really stirring. And so I do encourage you to listen to that. And you can tell why Michael Hazel uh, and Brent Pry elected to bring J.J. on to our football program. And the freshmen are going to be moving in, right? That's coming up as well. Yeah, it's funny. It used to be you'd wait till after graduation, right? But some of these kids, are they've moved into their dorms uh, this week. Uh, Jason uh, Abbey from uh, 
Douglas Freeman is there. He's he's been the uh, Dante Lovett from the Matha is on campus. So it's exciting to see these guys already here getting ready to start their their workouts here this summer. They'll be taking some summer classes and getting going here at Tech. It's Bill Roth and the Roth Report here on BDST. We're going to take a break, come back, and Bill's going to get us going with the SMA. And uh, what's the summer look like for some of the SMA folks, right? It never stops just because you're no longer in class. Bill will then have his Baker team game of the week. And then Bill's NRB Heart Clinic top three as the voice of Virginia Tech football. Batteries recharged after his trip to Barcelona. More coming up with Bill after this as we roll along with the Roth Report on a Wednesday. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. <laughs> so what do you think of the new big screen TV? Pretty good fit in this room, huh? Man, I'm so glad we called Louise to help us find our new home. That apartment was just too small with the new baby. Louise listened to what we wanted, we discussed what we needed, and she found us this great house. We're so happy here. This is Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long & Foster Realtors. When you are ready to purchase, check us out at nrvhomes.com. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda will work hard to find your right space. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech's sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And we're back with Bill Roth, the voice of Virginia Tech football, the Roth Report, and it never stops with the SMA, does it, Bill? (laughs) You know, I've talked about we've got a bunch of kids doing baseball. So last night, for example... Uh, the Red Salem Red Sox were losing three nothing going to the bottom of the ninth inning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Katz called the big four run ninth inning rally, a walk off win for Salem, and then after the game, Giovanni Heater was on the field interviewing the star of the game, and his teammates dumped water on both of them. All right, okay. On, on they had a camera and they're putting it on their website and on the video board up over down there, and. Uh, that's a perfect example of, of the experience they're getting. But I want to go through the, our whole crew. So um, we've got 12 young men and women broadcasting baseball this summer. Uh, some get paid, some don't. Uh, Kyle Marshak is in St. Cloud, Minnesota with the St. Cloud Rocks. Kyle's from New York. Uh, Joey Robertson from Roanoke is the voice of the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders in, in uh, Michigan. Colby Talley is in Iowa with the Waterloo Bucks. This is the second year in a row we've had one of our students in Iowa with Waterloo. Uh, Kyle Bean is with the Terre Haute Rex in Indiana. Uh, Ryan Wilkes and Nels Williams are over here in Pulaski with the River Turtles. Uh, Carter Hill is down at the Coastal Plain League with the Wilson Tobbs. Elizabeth Wilson, content creator with the Tri-City Chili Peppers. Uh, Wesley Clark, who's a junior from Richmond, is with the Silver Spring Tacoma Thunderbolts up in Maryland. And we have our first Hokie 
in the uh, Cape Cod League, Rick. Abby Nielsen, who is a Virginia Tech sophomore from Seattle, Washington, is with the uh, Yarmouth Dennis Red Sox. She's going to do content creation, videos, and she's going to be the PA announcer for the YD Red Sox. Very in the, cool. In the Cape Cod League. And so you talk about coast to coast. She's going from Seattle to Cape Cod. <laughs> yeah, that's coast to coast, all right. That is coast to coast. And and so we're happy for Abby. And I'm happy for Abby and Elizabeth because uh, this this is the first time we've been able to get young ladies involved with Summer League Baseball. And I'm encouraged about that, too. So in, in all, we have 12 Virginia Tech undergraduate students working with baseball teams this summer. And each of them will come back totally different. Um, you know, Kyle's out there in, in – St. Cloud, Minnesota, with a with a host family. He's all by himself. He's not with his college buddies. He's not with his family. It's baseball every day. They have an eleven game road trip to start the season. I, be, I believe starting on uh, in the next week. They don't have games this week. They start next week. But in any event, it's just an amazing maturation process for each of them, and they all come back so confident, so beaming with uh, beaming with pride. Uh, and so I'm excited to. S- Follow them, and I'll try to see as many of them as I can this summer. It's hard to get to uh, Waterloo, Iowa. <laughs> it is. That's not a trip you plan. The for. Roanoke Waterloo flight is. <laughs> I don't know where that connection takes place, but yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. And you got the uh, the Nance Awards coming up, right? Is that this week? I'm excited. I don't know if we'll win this year. We've had uh, Evan Hughes won that award a few years ago. We've had an Amer- all American. Uh, the last three years, Evan was a was an All American. Then he won the award, and then in 2022, uh, Kevin DiDomenico was a first team All American. And so we've had someone, one of the top five college sportscasters in the country, uh, at Tech for the last three years. So I'm excited about seeing where our program is and how our kids do from an objective national voting panel. And I'm excited to see how they'll do. I'm, I'm you know, even if we don't have any names called on Friday when they announce it, I'm really happy with particularly our sophomore class, the people that have really developed and worked hard to get better. And we got some really good seniors, too. But as I, we've got some sophomore and jun- rising juniors, Rick, that are really talented. And you've been a big part of it. You know, you helped Kevin with, with a lot of those Radford games when he was an undergraduate at Virginia Tech. And now he's a AAA broadcaster. In, in the Reno, Nevada, yeah, I'm proud of the him. Diamondback system. He's a step away from the major leagues, and, and he's just 22 years old. And I, I think it's amazing for him, and he's worked so hard. And uh, we've got more coming down the pipeline. Yeah, that's great, man. Well, anytime we can help, just uh, please reach out. We love to work with those guys no, and gals. It's great. It's great. Um, all right, so your Louise Baker team game of the week. I guess you kind of got a little prompted by the continuation of a series last wow. night. How about that? No, we didn't have two sweeps. That's good news. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, the Heat Celtics. I'm riding with this one. Could, could, can Boston come back? I, I get, I get, I kind of have that. I know. I kind of feel that way myself. If they're focused, yes, they can. They're, they are a really talented group, but the sum of the parts doesn't add up. Yeah, this goes back to the coaching situation up there, I think, too. Boston's really unique, isn't it? They've got good players. They do. They really, really, do. really good players. Yeah, up and down. But Miami has has Butler. Right, right. They've been the better team, even though I think Boston has more really good players. Yeah, right. You know, the other series down there, 
Florida in, in hockey. Florida leads Carolina three nothing. I think I think they've been out. Carolina should be up three nothing. I know. Series. I know. They've lost. They've outplayed them in all three games, but Florida's up three nothing. That game four is tonight down there. Well, it's it's a fun time, and we've talked about it. There's nothing quite like these playoffs in both oh, the NBA the and the NHL. It's yeah. so good. It's yeah. so good. I wish more people got involved in the hockey playoffs. Uh, I know it's been a slow crawl, but uh, it's great. It's such well, good. Roanoke had that great championship team. We they should did. probably talk more about those guys. Yeah, we should. We should. That was great. All right, next that. year, we're going to talk more about the yeah, <laughs> yard dogs. Yes, we will. <laughs> All right, time now to look at uh, Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Now back to Rick Watson. All right, so what are we looking at in terms of the top three this week? I learned British English last week. I was in Spain, but I flew back through London. (laughs) What'd you learn? (laughs) We speak American. Correct. They speak English. Right, right. (laughs) For example, so I'm 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 on the British Airways flight all the way back. It was 10 and a half hours coming back to the U.S., and the the uh, snack the, the snack was this pastry with chicken and leeks, and I, I gave it a bite, Rick, and I passed. Yeah, I don't blame and, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a hard pass. <laughs> and uh, I I did try it though, and and they and they had these they had a box of shortbread cookies. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I asked for that using that phrase, it, and they laughed at me. <laughs> really, it's just a shortbread. Oh really? It's not a shortbread cookie. You just it's say a the, shortbread. Okay, all right. So in other words, they heard me say, "Can I please have a cookie, cookie?" <laughs> I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> or could I have a a piece of toast bread? <laughs> you call it cookie? Yeah, right. <laughs> and they looked; those flight attendants looked at me like I had. Uh, I, oh, just shortbread. Okay. So here are the three. Fr- <laughs> the three. Seriously, it's just a shortbread. Right. Okay. That's good to know. It's not a toast bread. It's a, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. You get my point. All right. Yeah. Here are the three the three phrase, and I'm going to start using them here for a few weeks. It's not a number three. It's not a vacation. It is holiday. Holiday. That's right. I did know that one. I've heard that one. Not a, a holiday. I'm on holiday. I'm on holiday. Okay. I, I was I was really over there initially to do some work with IMG in London, but that's a different story altogether. It really wasn't a vacation to begin with. Anyway. Uh, number two, they're not French fries. You probably know this. What are they? Chips. Yeah. Right? Chips. Chips. Yeah. And number one, it's not an elevator. Oh. It's the lift. It's the lift. No, I like see that just sound all that sounds better. <laughs> I like so that. I was on I was on holiday and I took the lift to the restaurant <laughs> to get some and chips. I had some chips. <laughs> Followed by dessert with shortbread. A shortbread. I love that. So eloquent. It just sounds so, yeah, proper. I love it. Does it? Yeah. I kind of like that. I like and chips. It's the, and by the way, it, it's the water closet. Is it Not really? the restroom. Yeah. The water closet. The water closet. Okay. See, this has been very educational in different ways this time. <laughs> I wasn't in London that long, but long enough to pick up on that in a 10 and a half hour British Airways flight. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're I'm, uh, it's good to be home. Glad to have you back. I do like. I, I I will say, like being in London, you don't feel like you're in a different country, right? You know, it's it's it right. feels like you're in New York. It's 
KFC and Wendy's and yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, sure, and, sure. And, and, I mean, they're driving the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that takes some getting used to, yeah. And it's still cold as can be over there. But Spain's a different story. If we... I got to get burn up over to Italy and Spain. Yeah, talking about it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. The, both Tex men's and women's basketball teams are going to go over to Europe um, here this spring and summer, and I think it'll be great for them. They're going to Switzerland and France. Tech has a campus right on the uh, on the uh, Switzerland Italy border, and uh, they're going to go over there and spend some time and play some games. Very cool. Very cool. We need to take the football team over there. Yeah, absolutely. Michigan did right. Did yeah, Harbaugh they did. Took yeah. He took the team to the Vatican. Yeah, it's been a few years ago. Yeah, that's right. The whole team. and after what's going on up there, Michigan, they need to they need to do some serious praying in that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. They got Football. some issues going on right they got now. Some yeah. Issues. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, have a good week. You too, man. Good to have you back safely. Thanks, all right, brother. There you go. That's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. Good stuff as always, and great report. See there, it, did, it just sounds better to hear those those terms, or at least the difference for a while. I like chips. I do. Although I think our, our, our simple word for restroom is, is still better <laughs> than water closet. <laughs> All right. We'll be back rolling along here on our Wednesday edition. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Morning, hun. Breakfast is almost ready. I just love cooking on my new stove. I'm so glad we called Louise to help us sell our old house and find a new one with a larger kitchen. She worked so hard to find us just the right property. I just love it. This is Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. When you are ready to find your larger space, check us out at nrvhomes.com. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda work hard to find your right space. 